We're gonna get this eventually. Hi. Ooh. Welcome back to another episode of our sexy podcast. Hi, guys. It's period. Period, bitch. Period. Ooh, honey. There's a new podcast in town. Period, bitch. Period. With host Brandon Hilton. It's fucking me. I mean, anyone can do it these days. So tune in every week. Wherever you get your podcast, and prepare to be enlightened, bitch. Period. Period. Period with a T, honey. Google it. Period. 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 Welcome back to Period. 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 With me, Brandon Hilton, and me, Capri Celia. Yes. And what are we going to talk about on today's episode? Anything and everything, darling. It's going to be a surprise. Because <laughs> we don't plan shit. We sure as fuck don't, baby. <laughs> and we are out of champagne, which is why we are operating on good vibes and happy thoughts. I got one swig left. Oh my God, you still got <laughs> some champagne. Ching. Cheers. I'm sipping on a vanilla Coke. Not sponsored, but they should because Ooh, I drink sorry. it every day. I love them. I wish I made a zero of that. They do. Uh (gasps) Bitch. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding? Girl, go to a gas station. They got all kinds of flavors. They even got like vanilla and orange, which is nasty. No, I don't want that. And they got vanilla and cherry, which is interesting. I survive off that if I can't find a vanilla Coke. Because vanilla Coke is real elusive these days. It is, honestly. And that's like an OG. They stopped making it for a while. For real. Just bring that shit back. They brought That's it back. You could be done with that. They revamped the label and they brought it back, and I am pleased. So I guess we should start out like with an explanation of who we are, right? Like, yeah, who are you? Um, well, I am me, and <laughs> if you don't know who me is, um, my name is Capri, and I am probably best known for. Suing the GMV. Suing South Carolina. Yeah. Suing the state of South Carolina in the Supreme Court. And winning. Yes. Shut that bitch down. Um. Shut the clown down. Shut the clown down. (laughs) So basically this clown ass bitch, right? (laughs) Basically this goofy ass, it looking ass bitch. Has told me that I had to take my makeup off. And I'm a transgender woman. And for those of you that don't know. Um, you know, when I was younger, you know, I was, um, in the beginning stages of my transition, obviously. Um, and, you know, my documents weren't changed to female yet at that point. So she told me basically that I had to take my makeup off to look like a man and that I had to act like a man and I had to be represented as a male in my picture. Um, which is, which is harassment, <laughs> discrimination, wrong, and homophobic. Transphobic. Yeah, that's transphobic as hell. Um, because, Evil. Um, you know, I guess this woman had, had never been exposed to um, the real world and how things work. This woman, um, you know, I guess is just raising her John Deere tractor denim shirt moment. And um, the clown hair. Not and John Deere. She just thinks that that's how people should be treated. So, um, I had to show her that that's not how people should be treated, and I sued them in federal court. So, and I won. And you won. 
And now she knows. <laughs> now no one has to take off their makeup anymore. Yeah, you don't have to take off your makeup when you go to the DMV. And, and that's because of you. Yeah, and those are like precedents um, in, made... in federal court now. So there's like a lot of different states that um, have followed and ensued. Like Virginia was after and a couple others. So It's crazy and it's all because of you. Yeah. And you're my co-host here week after week. Week after motherfucking week. That's right. I'm and so excited. We're going to have some exciting celebrities. I'm so excited yes. that we're best friends. Oh. Best friends. We can't say that because there's another podcast called Best Friends. So ours is called Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. So what happened after you sued South Carolina and slayed them bitches? So that got picked up in like international media. So it was all over the world. So it really publicized my transition um, and just me in general. Um, after that, I had like a documentary about me and, um, yeah, it's been really interesting ride since, but, um, I'm still like on my glow up trying to figure out what I want to do. And, you know, I think sharing my story is what I do best and being authentic. Um, so I'm going to continue to do that, but, um, yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of stories about who I am and like, I'm sure that as more episodes go on, like, people will really get to know me better. So, I'll be a little bit mysterious, darling. Oh, mysterious. <laughs> yeah, definitely people would for sure get to know you. That is, that's the goal. That's the whole yes. reason. I feel like we are both very misunderstood human beings, and there is a lot of misconceptions about both of us on the internet. And I hope through this podcast, people will give us a chance and, like, hear us and realize that we are just figuring this out as we go and that we ain't trying to hurt nobody. Yeah, and I mean, it, I feel like it's natural, like, whoever you are, if you, um, anybody has, like, haters because that's just how people are. Some people are just miserable and they feel like imparting that misery on you, but, like... Can't relate. Yeah, I can't either. I've not really ever been like that, so... Um, y'all can have that, and I'm gonna have success. Jealousy so is a sickness it, I've never known. Sorry, get well soon, bitch. <laughs> so, you sued South Carolina, you won, mm-hmm. you're rich, and... Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I didn't make any money, it was purely for principle, um, and to prove a point. Because, um, I don't like being wrong, so... Right, I mean, yeah, that's... And, how did you not get any, like, how do you sue someone and not get nothing? Um. I mean, you did make change, and you got, you got them to change their policies, so that's what you're suing them for, to yeah, change their policies. Yeah, that's the, like, the wealth for me of that whole situation, right. was because, like, it actually, like, Calls change. makes other people's paths a lot easier, and right. that alone was, like, worth everything. Right. Um, Cause and people don't away. often, like, pay, like, respect for that, they don't, like, even a lot of people, I guess, don't know, but like I still did it, and that's something that I have contributed to this world, yeah, you know, and to your so, community. And as a kid, too, like I did that when you were 16, and I lost a lot of people, too. I lost a lot of because that was in the middle of my transition, like I had just like started presenting as female in my you way, were 16, and, right? Yeah, and like, um, soon after I started my hormone therapy, so I started medically transitioning, um. But, like, yeah, I lost a lot of support from people and my, even my own family, my own father. Um, 
you know, by being, choosing my own authenticity and expressing self-love, like I lost a lot of people, but I don't regret anything. And I'm, I really love the woman that I am today. And I like, um, I'm growing more every day. Your story is so amazing. You've like gone through so much and you've done so much. And like, I think that's how I heard about you. Obviously it was just from like all the work that you've done in the Carolinas and like as a bitch who's also done some work in the Carolinas, you know, like, we got to stick together, you know? I I hope that more people, and they are, people are starting to, like, do their own thing, and people are starting to, like, create their own paths, and more activism is coming out of the upstate, and that, I think, is great. Um, But people paved the way for that, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of people from South Carolina that have Have done done that, too, and they need to be uplifted, like, and I know a lot of them. Yes, Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. That's what I want this podcast to be, you know? Like, I want us to be able to give a voice to everybody and, like, have cool guests. Period! Period. So, yeah, your story definitely inspires me, and I love that you have come, like, full circle in your transition and, like, who you are as a person and Mm -hmm. living y'all truth, and that is beautiful, you know? Yeah. So many people don't get to do that. I think, um, you know, if you are, like conscious of your life and your your purpose of being here on this planet like if anything you should pursue what makes you happy and what contributes something positive to this world because there's so much negativity and bullshit like you gotta be good and contribute good things there's so much negativity every day everywhere negativity so so maybe we should talk about something like um like a moment, a defining moment in your life, like where you, um, felt empowered in, in your own skin. Ooh, you go first. Okay. Um, so it was like two weeks ago we were in New York. <laughs> it was a week ago. Yeah. So like my life has been changing a lot this year. That's been so transformative for me. Cause like I had my, um, gender confirmation surgery which, um, for me and my journey was like changing my, um, birth genitals, I guess, to, um, match my gender identity and like how I have always felt. Um, so that's been a huge defining moment for me this year is like feeling confirmed and like valid in my own body. Right. So, um, Got a full yeah. vagina now, and that's I'm huge. loving it, girl. That's huge. <laughs> that is a huge moment. That is like, that's a lot, you know. Yeah, people always say that, and I get like, that's like I can see like the wheels turning. Like, how do I even fathom like going through that? And I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I have fathomed it. I have thought about it, but yeah, like it does seem like a lot. Yeah, and for me, it feels like just like nothing. Like I'm a duck in water. Like it's just been my journey, and like. Well, you were so ready for it to be... Yeah, like, I remember being, um, like, 14 or 15 and thinking about, like, wow, I really would like to not have to, like, tuck anymore or, like, um... I was just... Adolescence was very confusing for me because I was developing as a male. Mm. Um, and that was really disturbing to me because I, I never identified with being a male. Like, since I was, like, four. Damn. Like, I remember thinking, like, I, I want... Why can't I play with the... The My Little Ponies, why can't I have a Barbie dream house? Like, it's just always been I just who I was. Did you have a sister? 
Do you um, have a sister? I have a stepsister. Oh. Um, I have a half-sister now, but she's, like, 14. Um, so you yeah, her Barbies. When I was four, yeah, she had, like, all the girl stuff, and I really had always identified with that. Even before that, like, I always played with other girls. Like, I just didn't like the boys, you know? Yeah. It's just who I am. And, you know, scientifically, if you look at, you know, the... Um, that gender, like, in the brain is where it's formed when you're about two and three years old. And, um, that's literally scientific fact. I mean, gender has nothing to do with what your genitals are. Um, it's medically necessary for people to, in a lot of different states, especially to be able to have access to medically, medical transition. Like, it is literally backed in science. Story. I've seen you do, like, so many interviews. I saw you do one at a church, too, where you just kind of, like, told your story in front of, like, a congregation of church yeah. people. That was pretty trippy. But I'm like, yeah, that's, like, you literally just, you get to, like, share your story and, like, speak to people. So you're, like, so articulate. I can't think of a better word than articulate of, of what you're trying to say, you know? And I think you're, like, a good, like, is mouthpiece the word? I think you're a good spokesperson. Mouthpiece is not the word. You're a good spokesperson for your community you know yeah you don't get out there and say stupid shit and you know i mean yeah i mean i, I have said stupid shit before publicly well, who um, hasn't yeah we've um, all said stupid shit but you know like i was a kid with a spotlight on me for a little bit and in this community especially um so i kind of learned had to learn from trial and error how to speak and like what i how to try to articulate my feelings of what i was thinking you can Google it all if you really want to see from the beginning of how I started. Like, it's it's pretty I cool. I googled it. I googled all of it. I did my research on you because I was like, who's this chick? You know, I just really wanted to know everything there is to know about you. And I mean, now I'm finding it out from just being with you in person. Yeah. You know, but it was cool being able to like see like your life through the internet, which is really weird. I mean, I feel like you can it do that. Weird. You can yeah. do that for both of us. You know, like you can kind of like see. Back. You can see excerpts of our lives. Yeah. You can, like, I mean, watch us grow up on the internet, you know? I've been on the internet for, like, a decade. Maybe over a decade at this point. And, like, you can really see, like, from when I was 18 on MySpace to now, if you just Google pictures of me, which is really weird to that me. Scary. <laughs> it's really weird, yeah. It's kind of weird cool. seeing your life chronicled on the internet, because... Like, it's like a scrapbook or something. It happened in our generation because before that, there wasn't the internet, you know? So, we're kind of pioneers in that, too. Pioneers. We're just doing all the damn things. Cock destroyers? <laughs> Cock destroyers. Oh, my gosh. If I you wish. hear this, Rebecca Moore and Sophie Anderson, I would really fucking love for you to destroy some cocks for me. <laughs> huge fan of the cock destroyers reached out to them and they did not email me back so maybe this will help with that too but we're hoping that you can like we're gonna get everything done through this fucking podcast you know who's the ultimate cock destroyer i just thought of this you literally me yeah because like you should be an honorary cock destroyer you fucking destroyed (laughs) and she was crafted into a beautiful designer pussy and she is the fucking (laughs) Fucking, fucking, fucking ultimate cock destroyer now. You are the ultimate cock destroyer because you destroyed a cock. 
fucking annihilated it. Annihilated it. Yeah, my mom was like trying to, she was making me laugh because she asked my doctor, she's like, can she like keep her like <laughs> testicles or whatever? And I was like, um, don't ever say that again, first of all. And secondly, <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, can I like dip him in gold and have him as earrings? <laughs> oh my God, that'd be great. I know, right? Like that'd ball earrings? Epic earrings, yes. Like testicle earrings. Oh my God, that'd be, that could be merch for you. Testicle earrings. Testicle earrings. Right. Ew, cringy. Can we call, you call them big balls? <laughs> big balls earrings. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of funny. And like, I've never talked about that, but it is funny. It is funny in a very strange way. Because we didn't need those, baby. Strange we didn't need way. It's weird, yeah. <laughs> well, oh well. Talked about it now. <laughs> Fuck. Gold ball earrings. I'm into that. I would wear one. I have to yeah. put, put it through my gauge over here. I'd wear one of your testicles. Okay. For sure. Did you keep I them? mean, they're like, they're rarer than rare, baby. They're like. Yeah. That's like calamari. Wait, that's not very rare. <laughs> Caviar. Well, that's not rare either. No, that's Fuck. like Tiffany Source Diamonds, bitch. Okay, like, you're not yeah. going to get this. That sounds good. VVS's. Unless you're poor. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Ooh, Capri, you look so beautiful today. I mean, you're beautiful every day, but that dress, honey, where did you get that? Excuse me while I twirl, bitch. This is House of Man, though. Ooh, House of Man. I've heard of them. Bitch, me too. If you haven't heard of them, you're missing out. Okay. For those of you who do not know, the House of Man is a legendary LGBT fashion brand that has done everything and dressed everybody. And if you're not wearing them, then, like, who are you in this world? You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us, period. <laughs> so take your ass to thehouseofman.com. That's M-A-N-N.com. And get yourself something nice, honey. Capri, your vagina smells so good. <laughs> oh, girl, you know, eating on my pussy is plum special, girl. <laughs> Only because I use Lush. Oh, Lush. Isn't that that place um, in the mall where you can, like, go in and mix your things together? And... Yeah, they're known for their bath bombs and stuff. Oh, obviously, and then the RuPaul's Drag Race girls. Yes. yes. Like, if you were that bitch, you use Lush Cosmetics. Ugh, Lush. Get into it, because you want your body to feel Lush. Get into it, and period. <laughs> yeah. Get into it, and get into a bathtub, honey. <laughs> advertised on period the podcast shoot us an email at contact at thehouseman.com let's talk about you bitch uh, i don't know where to start um made some movies made some albums they did well then my grandma died um and that kind of killed my drive to make music and do everything and so then I got really depressed and uh, didn't do nothing for years. And then I met my husband and um, then we created a clothing company. And um, now we're doing fashion shows and dressing celebrities. And that's how I got to meet you, which is amazing. Um, we hit it off so well. And uh, what else have I done? Gosh, I don't know. I'm the worst at talking about myself. I just <laughs> cannot do it. I have to more share stories. You know, like I, I can't give you like my life in a timeline, but I can give you stories from that timeline. It's like bursts of, of extreme clarity and like, wow, yeah. I like I have this like, 
I know about life. I know about everything. Right. It through. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I've, I've gone through so much. So when, like, I, when someone's like, who are you? You know, like, I, I don't know. So I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. You know, I'm trying to figure that out every single day. But right. um, it is a tale of love, lost, suicide and murder, uh, prostitution. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a bestseller, honey. And it can be yours for the price of nineteen ninety five on paperback coming soon. Um, I don't know. I, I'm now I'm a designer for sure. Most recently I'm a podcaster. Uh, I'm going to start writing because I think that if I podcast and I write like for a magazine that that will finally get me verified on Instagram because I've done everything else and they don't fucking care. So those are the two <laughs> things I haven't done. So we're just going to pray that they see this. <laughs> and I finally get my blue check. Um, because I fucking deserve it, goddammit! Um, Instagram doesn't even go here. Instagram doesn't care. Like, it's real. It's really crazy. I've been in movies. My music's been featured on TV. I've done all the things. I've checked more boxes than some of the bitches that are verified on Instagram. But unfortunately, I did it all a decade ago. And they don't give a fuck if it's not happening right now. So, yeah. So, um... Let's just hope that maybe one day the universe will finally do me right and give me what is mine. <laughs> and I don't mean money. I want money, but I really want that blue check. That's all I really care about. That's money to me. I think I just described myself well. <laughs> I did a great job. The real wealth is spiritual wealth. The real wealth is spiritual wealth. And also Chanel bags. Chanel bags, Louis Vuitton bags. My chihuahua, I consider him wealth because... He's very expensive here in the States, but where I got him, he was not expensive. And he has made my whole life just so happy. If you don't have a chihuahua or a dog, I definitely suggest that you visit an animal shelter or a rescue in your area and get yourself a fucking dog because you've never experienced love. Like, your kids can't even love you like a dog will love you. I promise. Like, nothing that can come out of your vagina will ever love you like a dog will love you. Okay. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you have a dog no you have chinchillas yeah i have some chinchillas from when i was a kid they're still like there. alive yeah still alive um, <laughs> and um, they're still there i have two cats one of them just hides under the bed all the time oh no not cats i know and i love her more the other one is like um he just like is just like annoying as fuck. He just be knocking shit over all the time and like Clumsy just being cat. extra. Damn cats. But he's sweet. I love him. They notoriously push shit off shelves. Yes. They love that. I hate that shit. I'm They're like, evil. Now the he be on top of the fridge and shit. I'm like, get your ass down, damn. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that really took a turn. All right, adopt an animal. <laughs> really, I I mean I do drag queen rescue. That's that's how I will talk about myself. I do um, animal do rescue drag shows. I do drag. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. drag. I do some pretty crazy stuff for my drag. Um, I get to be a model still, even though I'm old now. So I'm too old to be a male model, but I am still beautiful enough to be a female model. So I model as a woman now. Um, but I'm not trans, and I need to preface that because yeah, people on the internet that. will confuse the two. Like, if I dress up as a woman just for like fashion and entertainment, then I must be trans and that's not the case at all. Like, sitting here right now, you are a woman, I am a man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's the difference, you know? So, drag queens are typically for entertainment purposes. It's, like, a persona that people can um, do. There are some, like, 
people of all different backgrounds, like men, women, trans women, trans men can all do drag. Correct. Um, and I think it's, it's beautiful. Persona. Yeah, I think it is beautiful. Drag is art. Yes. And expression. And being transgender is about who you are and who you go to bed as and like right. how you live your life. Um, and it has nothing to do with, with, um, performance or a persona. It's who you are. You don't perform? Um, on that dick, maybe. <laughs> but I maybe heard you were quite a performer. <laughs> oh, Lord. There's a list. It's like Santa Claus is like naughty or nice list oh at the end. God. And it's just a bunch of people saying I yes. I can count like one hand how many people I've ever been with. One hand? You got a big hand, I guess. You got some <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner-sized hands with multiple <laughs> fingers. <laughs> I, yeah, I haven't done anal in so long. <sighs> Sorry for you. I know, I'm like missing out. I haven't done it in like... Mm, 12 hours but like oh my god you should see like a straight man's eyes like light up when like, when you're like will you put it in my butt and they're like yeah. <laughs> no he's like do you like anal and I'm like I'm thinking to myself like bitch we were like well versed maybe we were <laughs> well fucking versed she's like I know a little bit about that anal <laughs> but about that there anal um, I may have heard of anal I'm like yeah I think I'd be willing to try it and he's, he's like his slow. eyes like light up like a fucking like I can kid and dairy queen. Because you know, like most girls are like, oh my god, I could never do anal. But I mean. But then when it comes down to it, I'm like. <laughs> and then it goes right on in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just like watch the soul leave his body. Right. Suck the soul right out through the booty hole. <laughs> Put that juicy gripper on him. He don't know how to eat. Booty hole be transforming men, though, for real. Like mm. um, back when I used to do massages, there were so <laughs> oh many god. straight men. There were so many straight men that would come. To quote do unquote, straight, straight, right? But they would want like massages and stuff, and they would just be like, "You gonna put it in my butt, or I'm gonna put it in your butt?" And I'm like, "That's not what we're doing here," you know. But they were always like very interested in like trying it, and I was like, "Okay." In his butt? Yeah. Oh. People, people wanted me to fuck them. People wanted to fuck me all the time, all the time, like every fucking day. Like, how honest do we want to be in this podcast? Because yeah. I'm not, I, I used to be ashamed to talk about it, but I'm not ashamed to talk about, like, my former sex work past, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's so important to talk about now, you know, especially since I don't do it anymore, but now that it's become such an issue in this country where they're trying to, like, ban sex work and, like, come after Craigslist and Rent Boy and all Which that is stuff. complete bullshit. It's and crazy. I can get into that, especially to, like, um, I totally support sex work, first of all. Because it's a job. Yeah, it is, and I've I've totally I've lobbied for it in DC. I've, I've marched for it, um, and the twerk for change, which has been featured on yes, like um, twerk for change, Buzzfeed media and stuff like that. But um, I totally support sex work because you know a lot of especially trans people are um, criminalized for doing sex work, but at the same time they're not guaranteed protections um, of fundamental rights. Right. Of being able to work without discrimination. Right. Um, so people oftentimes will see trans people in um, trying to get a job and not hire them because they're transgender. Right. And um, that is complete bullshit. I think everyone should have equal opportunity to work and do whatever they want to do to make money because we all got to do it. Right. Everybody um, needs money to survive. Right. And so that leads a lot of people to do like sex work and things. Um and then they're criminalized for that, which is just unacceptable. And, you know, so it just creates a systemic oppression of trans people that um, is just wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. It is wrong. 
for me, sex work was um, like a part, a point in my career, I guess, in life when I wasn't doing everything that I'm doing now and Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to support myself and um, I guess I can just be honest about everything. It was right after my grandmother died and like she was the person that supported me the most in the world and I felt like I did not have support anymore and um, I didn't know how I was going to support myself and I got like super suicidal and super depressed and was like I don't know where I'm going with my life I don't know what I'm going to do next you know and and then uh, I met Kevin and then I created a clothing company and it changed everything you know like brought me out of all that but I definitely had a lot of crazy experiences during the two and a half years that I did sex work. And, I mean, there was even some... I'd done it before, too, in Dallas, Texas, when I lived in Texas, because, I mean, I didn't have anybody supporting me there. My grandma was here, and, um, yeah, I, I went through a lot of hard, 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 hard times. I did a lot of drugs, stuff I'd never done before in Texas, and I had to, like, survive. And there was a... There was a while where I was homeless in Texas, living out of someone's car. Literally, all my things was in a car, and I would just drive to the back of different bars and sleep in the car at night and blow guys behind dumpsters to pay my cell phone bill. It was really sad, (laughs) and I couldn't live that life anymore, you know? I had to, like, get past that, so... Hopefully this podcast is profitable. (laughs) If not, I'll be giving blumpkins behind the dumpster again. (laughs) still get texts and emails all the time it's like you working like no nah, girl no nah, girl not working y'all don't know how hard people's lives are like you you never fucking know what people are going through and like right everyone deserves their way to make it whatever that is and there's a, a niche for everything like yeah. so like get off your fucking high horse and if you aren't about sex work and you don't believe in that then like maybe try to have some empathy yeah, yeah, there are too many people, I, I see this on Twitter all the time, too, like, especially for the the porn star guys who, like, do their, like, side hustle on Rent Man and stuff like that, and I just see, like, them get, like, the nastiest tweets and messages and stuff like that, and we've even worked with a couple of them as models for House of Man and stuff, and they tell me, like, all the crazy shit that people say to them, and it's just, it's yeah, so disgusting, yeah. because it's the same people that are, like, pe- when people lash out, I mean, it's not always like that, but I feel like when people lash out, they're more trying to cover their own insecurities about, like, their issues with a problem than maybe they've even, like, I feel like, like, it's for example, exactly, yeah, and people try to play it off like, oh, God, that's disgusting, when realistic, realistically, like, some of them do do maybe sex work, or, that... or the ones buying sex workers right. and stuff like that. And they're just mad because they're broke and they have to pay. We just need to kill the <laughs> stigma, you know, like, the, there's... Kill the stigma kill the stigma and just let people be people and as long as they're not hurting you then it's honestly none of your business what they're doing just stay in your fucking lane period period bitch period i'm not on nothing no more i'm married now i'm i have a business i have a reputation to uphold that was when i was a poor broke slut in texas and a little bit in charlotte (laughs) yeah i um like i have sugar daddies and stuff but i don't I don't like sugar daddies. What's that? Um, <laughs> it's like the girlfriend experience. The girlfriend experience. Mm-hmm. So like, like, I could buy you for a little bit. Um, 
Are you buying time? What are you buying? Yeah. I mean, like, it's really just, like, my companionship and my friendship. I mean, I know all, I know what all these things are. I'm just yeah. playing stupid for the sake of the <laughs> podcast, so it can be informative. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's cool. And then they get you Chanel purses. And you're like, great seeing you, daddy. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Until next time, honey. Yeah, but, like, you know, a good sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship is, like, actually really um, beneficial and, like, fun and engaging. And, like, you get to, like, do a lot of things. It's beneficial for him and, and for you. Those were fun. And nice things. And, you know, little gifts. It's super cute. Yeah. And, like, I had one who just, like, traveled with me every fucking week. And I never even had sex with him. Not one yeah, time. Yeah, a lot of them the are whole, like, seven and... months we were together. It's not centered around I never even had to have sex with him. He just wanted companionship. He just wanted somebody to be around him. I mean, he wanted sex, but I didn't. So, we never did. Right. Yeah. And that was that. Because I controlled this pussy, honey. Right. Period. Always be enthusiastic and have enthusiastic consent. Right. You guys, I'm going to preach that in every episode. Consent is the key. Did someone just grab your pussy the other day at our fashion show? Yeah. Someone grabbed my pussy at the fashion show. Oh, my gosh. Um, and he lived to tell about it. Yeah, I just was, I had a lot, I was kind of stressed, you know what I mean? Like, I was just in the mode of, like, serving, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll let him live. Yeah. I get it. It was awkward, though, like. Well, he will hear this, and maybe the people who booked us for Fashion Week will hear this, and maybe we'll. They didn't even post your whole, like, looks, like, everything. It was just, like, all, like. Yeah. I was like, bitch, where's all the looks? Well, they can only post ten in a post. So they uh, just picked the 10 that they wanted. But they did send us. Tacky, though. They did email us all of them, and you do have one more picture. So okay. Yeah, everybody <laughs> got a picture, except for, like, a couple people. But, yeah. But, yeah, they posted as many things. They can only post 10 oh. pictures. And they only, each designer only got one post. So, regardless of having 30 looks at Fashion Week, they only posted 10. But I was happy that they picked my picture as yeah, one of they them. Have. It was very nice of them. I worked really hard on my look. That was a look, bitch. Um, but New York was great. New York was great, yeah. We've decided that, you know, we want to move there. We're Once gonna, it's like... We're going to shake this pussy off. in New York a lot more, for mm-hmm. sure. I definitely think that there's lots of things that we can do in New York, and I feel like it is definitely where we need to be as far as fashion, as far as, like, modeling, opportunity, like, everything that we do, we would, I think, excel very well in New York. Um, so if any of our listeners live in New York and have a room for rent, we're looking to move to New York ASAP or a house. We prefer just to have, yeah. we need a big space. We're kind of, um, the more space, the merrier. We're kind of, Chelsea um, would be great. I would demanding and materialistic, and, but we're also really sweet people at the same time. So if you want to have someone who's really sweet and also crazy, come live with you, please hit us up because we want to move to New York or Jersey city, which is really close to New York. So um, yeah, putting that in the universe, make it happen for us, thanks. Yeah, I'm dead ass moving now. I'm, like, saving money now. Yeah, even if I have to live under a fucking bridge, I'm moving to New York. I'll be happy and homeless and in New York. But what are we gonna do in the winter? It's gonna be very cold in the winter. I do not Wear like cold. Wear fur. We can't do that. Well, like, canceled. Oh, fur. I feel like this is a very full episode. We've had... She's, like, We've had some Oprah moments. Oh my god. This is about to be, like, the new age Oprah. Thank you for tuning in, and we are going to have many more episodes where we talk about very exciting issues in the world and have some really cool guests, some celebrities, some people that we just know in our community that we think are fabulous and you should know, so we will feature them as well. 
And yeah, I hope you liked the first episode. And follow us on Instagrams at Brandon Hilton at Capri TBH. And um, subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are played. Bye.